0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away.
2: That swung on it, hit the left center, and hit well. Benintendi going back at the track, turning around. He'll look and watch it fly. He skies one to center. Back is Buxton. Takes a look. Up it goes
3: and
4: gone.
1: It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show, presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24 7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access starts now.
5: Good afternoon, and welcome to A's Total Access, the pregame show presented by Chevron. No gasoline gives you better mileage than Chevron with Techron. Chevron together ahead. I'm Joe Hughes, filling in for Chris Townsend today, excited to be the 27th player added to the broadcast crew for today's doubleheader against the Angels. These are playing their second doubleheader of the week, hosting the Angels for a pair of games today and tonight, as we welcome in Vince Catronio on what should be a very long but beautiful day of baseball at the Coliseum. So, Vince, did that doubleheader in Detroit give you and Ken a chance to get stretched out for today's action?
3: (laughs) Well... Ken took the doubleheader off. He was the smartest, smarter of the two. And that was straight through, just 40 minutes between games. This will be a little bit different today, but it should be fun. As Townie's chasing the bright lights of television, we're glad you're in the uh, hot chair today, Joe. So we'll see how it goes. The A's would love to get the offense going. And and it's always hard to sweep a doubleheader, so you're hoping for at least a split and uh, have some momentum for the uh, finale on Sunday.
5: Absolutely. Paul Blackburn will make his seventh start of the season today as he goes in games one. And Vince, he used to be the guy that the A's would call up for a spot start or maybe a day like today when they needed that 27th player during a doubleheader, but this season, he's been Mr. Reliable and he keeps going like this. It's not going to be too long until the city of Brentwood puts up a sign that reads, home of Paul Blackburn, the pride of Brentwood.
3: No, you're right. He's been the A's most consistent starter. He's been their ace. He hasn't walked very many. He's, uh, he's been true to himself. I mean, he hasn't try to expand uh, who he is as a pitcher. He's just been better at it. Excellent curveball. He's had good movement on the fastball. We've seen the changeup as well. Uh, he's got the cutter. He, he just has a better idea of who he is on the mound. He's a much more confident, much more convicted when he releases the baseball. And now it's to the point, as we as we learned after the game last night, with Dalton Jeffries with six strong innings and two runs allowed. He's got teammates coming to him saying, hey, what's working for you? How can I maybe uh, plug into that and help my own game? And that, that speaks to... Blackburn as, uh, as a guy that can be a source now, a resource for his own teammates, and a guy that's not overpowering but has been very effective for the athletics. And that's been a joy to watch. He's healthy. That's the biggest thing of all. And uh, just to see him pitch today against the Angels, a very good lineup. And, you know, he's had that situation before. Even on the road at Tampa Bay and Toronto, he's been up to the challenge. And I would suspect he'll be the same today.
5: Yeah, as you mentioned, he's been really effective cutting down those walks. He's allowed just one or fewer free passes in each of his starts this season and hasn't walked anyone in half of those. But as you mentioned, those the Angels, they've been the sleeping giant in this division. They've got a lot of resources. But it was kind of a running joke for a while that, you know, the Sabermetrics would look at the Angels before the season and say, this is the year they're going to compete for the division. This is the year they're going to, you know, make a run at a World Series. They've had injuries in the years gone by, but also a lack of pitching. But this year... That's not the case. Their pitching has been much improved. I saw entering today's game they have the fifth-best ERA in baseball and the third-best in the American League. And
3: they've been healthy, too, for the most part. The main guys in their lineup with Rendon and Otani and Trout all playing together. They're getting contributions from Brandon Marsh in the outfield, and uh, Taylor uh, Ward this year has become uh, this season's Jared Walsh for them, just a a player not necessarily coming out of nowhere, but uh, his game has, has risen and he has provided a lot of offensive punch for them. As far as the pitching is concerned, you know, they've they've done an excellent job with a the collection. They've used nine different starters. We saw it last night the kid, Jace Silseth, was outstanding. You know, 96 with a split. Noah Syndergaard has been true to himself. Uh, he bet on himself this year, and he's got an ERA barely over two. He's been the uh, their most consistent starter, and got Shohei Otani. So, I mean, what they've got guys that are doing the job that they had always had expected that was going to happen. Now can they maintain it? That's been the one thing that's kind of, been in their path that's prevented them from getting back to the postseason for the first time since 2014. But right now, they feel confident. They're humming. And Joe Madden is, is a guy that's just enjoying the ride. And we'll see how uh, how the, the rest of this first half plays out and see if they can keep them on the field and, and do something they haven't done in a while.
5: All right, Vince. Well, it's great to be back with you guys again. Have a great call today. Game one of the A's and Angels doubleheader. That comes up for you at 107. Coming up next, we're going to get a little ray of sunshine as we check in with a classic conversation between Ray Fossey and former Angels outfielder Tori Hunter. We'll have that for you next as we continue to roll along with A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Coming in at 5'3", it's number one mom.
6: She switched to Xfinity and got the all-new 3-for-1 bundle, unlimited internet, streaming, and Xfinity Mobile, all for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5G unlimited line. Boom, shakalaka. Go to Xfinity.com slash three for one, call 1 800 Xfinity, or visit an Xfinity store today. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires post Bay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices.
7: Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the Internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections.
4: This is A's Total Access.
5: Welcome back to A's Total Access. I'm Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. We're getting you ready for a doubleheader A's and Angels. Game one coming up at 12.07. The A's are going to have Paul Blackburn on the hill. But as we continue to roll along, we're going to set the scene. We're going to check back in with Ray Fossey because it is always good to hear from Ray Fossey in a classic conversation with former outfielder Tori Hunter. Tonight, the second of three against the Angels, happen to be joined by the veteran, one of the good guys in the
10: game of baseball. That is Tory Hunter. And Tory, you've been around so long. How great do you feel being on a team that is good as you guys are right now? I know you're you're close here in second, have a chance to do a lot of great things. But you, as the veteran on this ball club, how great does it feel?
11: Man, it's a great feeling, man. Uh, this this ball club, we have a, a red, array of everything. You know, we got speed, power. You know, uh, good pitching. You know, yeah. and uh, uh, but our offense, man, it's probably one of the best offensive teams I've been a part of. You know, I've been a part of 2000, t- 2002 team mm-hmm. with Minnesota. I thought that was a pretty good team, and 2008, uh, nine, we had a pretty good team here in a- with the Angels. But this team, you know, offensively, is one of, one of my favorites. Uh, just the pickup of Grinky, You know, Zach yeah. Grinky, That makes the <laughs> the bull. <laughs> i mean, not the bullpen, but the yeah. starting rotation. Yeah. Great, and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm very excited to be a part of this ball club, seeing the emergence of Trumbull and Trout. That's pretty impressive, and I'm able to, you know, share those guys with, you know, some of the insight that I have. So it's a great special team for me.
10: For someone who has played as well as you have throughout your career, winning, the one word, win, yeah. how important is that?
11: That's That's very important. I mean, I've been to playoffs six or seven times, and and uh, ALCS twice, and and lost, and uh, never been to the World Series. So you know, for me who played sixteen seasons, I, I really want to get to the World Series before I get out of here, and I do not want to be the Charles Barkley of, of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna give me if he heard this, but but uh, I, I want to go out there and I want to win, man. I'm always that, you know sitting at home and I'm seeing these guys jump up and down, and we're brainwashed as baseball players to to win the World Series and win, and and uh, that's my ultimate goal to get that done, and uh, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna be excited once once we do that this year.
10: And that's so great to hear because the money is there, all the fame and the fortune, yeah. but winning is so important. And having said that, Artie Moreno, mm-hmm. what he did in the off season spent a lot of money, commit a lot of money for two guys, and then he picks up Zach Greinke. How much can you say that he wants that ring as well?
11: Oh, yeah, I mean, you can could, you could tell. You know, it, it trickles down, you know, from the top, from Artie Moreno to the front office to the coaching right. staff to the players. Um, and, and, he, you know, it starts with him. And yeah. it, it, he's, he's showing that he really wants to win by picking up Pujols, C.J. Wilson, mm-hmm. Uh, getting acquiring Zach grinky mm-hmm. you know at the trade deadline mm-hmm. he's showing us as players and then the front office everybody that he's committed yeah. to winning and uh and and that's why I came here you know just mm-hmm. talking to him that's I had right. a, a 40 minute conversation yeah. with him before I signed here and it was about winning yeah. it was about he's gonna do whatever it takes you know I'm, I was in Minnesota and I love Minnesota but I, I just didn't think they would you know go out and get a big guy to trade deadline or anything yeah. like that we never did so um, just to talk to him and hear that he's committed to winning and then to do it the, in two thousand eight, my first year, go get to share. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I'm not used to this and so I'm am I really love Artie Moreno, man. He's awesome and uh, I would love to end my career here with the with the Angels.
10: I'm sure you would. Torrey Hunter of the Angels joins us on A's warm up, one of the most unselfish players, and I say that because Nine time, I think, gold gloves. You got a whole bunch of gold gloves playing center field. You unselfishly said, I'll move to right field. How tough was that for you? Great center fielder, and guys could say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to stay right where I am in center field. But you moved for the best of the club.
11: Uh, yeah, man. That's all I wanted to do is win, you know. And uh, at the same time, we had Juan Rivera in right, I mean, left field, Bobby Abreu in right field. <laughs> and I was in center field and, and, and I would see balls, you know, hitting the gap and that they should catch and they're looking for me to run and go right. get. Them. I'm like, man, you're crazy. And so, um, I, I sat down with uh with um, Mike Sosha and we just talked about, you know, different things and I told him, well, I can go to right because I played right before and I can play right. And he was like, no, you can't, you know. Let's keep you in center field. And it took him like a month to really realize that i'm i'm doing it for the team and uh so they called peter up and i moved to right field no complaining and it made our outfield that much better overnight and i knew it already Mm -hmm. and uh so it's for me it's about winning i've had those individuals uh uh, um, awards and different yeah. achievements and different things like that. I haven't had a team award, which is the World Series, and that's what I want, and uh, and that's my ultimate goal. So for me, winning is everything. Yeah. I went to second p- to bat second yeah. just so I can hit and run and get guys <laughs> over and play a total game, and mm-hmm. and uh, and that's why I'm hitting second because you know I went in there and talked to him. They put me at second. I hit and run for you, yeah. and uh, and it's, that's what it's all about winning.
10: And the amazing thing about hitting second, I remember when you and Bad Vlad Guerrero were back to back. I said two of the the most aggressive hitters i've ever seen and they're going back to back but your aggressiveness over your career how much has that helped you as a hitter
11: uh, it, it helped me out a lot you know you know over time for me like I said, I, I grew up in Palma, Arkansas. I was a football player, and, and and I didn't know much about the game of baseball. And I, and I, but I was willing to learn. I learned from the the Paul Molitor, the Kirby Puckett, the Dave Winfield's, just picking their brains and and, and figuring out how they they do do things. And uh, for me, you know, over time, I learned the strike zone. You know, and uh, and I'm a little better when it's time to crunch, for crunch time. I, I actually, you know, I settle down and have great at bats and wait for that pitch, and I might get a good hit here and there. Uh, But um, for me, you know, just over time, I think I learned the strike zone. I've always been an aggressive hitter, but I have to tone it down because I know who's hitting behind me, which is Pujols, and I've never hit in front of a guy like Pujols, so I have to change my game a little bit.
10: One final thought. Great outfielder. You still are in right field, and I think the only time I ever saw a statistic – the number of home runs you saved a team that you brought back, and that's that for you. Can you do it in right field, or even better, how how great does it feel to know that you can go up, as you saw Mike Trout yeah. do, and rob a home run of a hitter and watch his dejection?
11: Oh, man. it's, it's Like Barry
10: Bonds in the All-Star Game. Yeah, it's,
11: it's fun, <laughs> yeah. man. It's fun, you know. You know, I've done it for years, and uh, and right field now because of the the, the <laughs> high walls. You know, everybody got high walls in right field, yeah. and then you can't really yeah. rob home runs. So I'm kind of you know stuck with watching Trout, which is very Ooh. impressive. Yeah. You know, he's always asking questions about defense, about offense, about yeah. you know anything, family issues that yeah. matter. This kid is special, man. He, he's a he's a, a great athlete, a great talent. But one thing that impresses me is his plate discipline. Mm-hmm. At the at the plate, he looked for his pitch. You know, he's 3-2 counts all the time. He's a leadoff hitter, and I always say he's a Ricky Henderson because Mm -hmm. he's a leadoff, not Mickey Mantle because Mickey hit third and whatever. And uh, so I definitely feel that uh, uh, this guy is going to be a super-duper star in the future.
10: And the best thing he has going for him is you because he can come to you for advice. Best of luck to you, my
11: friend. Thank you very much.
5: Always good to hear Ray Fossey's voice on the radio and on A's cast. We're getting ready for the A's and Angels doubleheader today. Coming up next on A's Total Access pregame show, Jessica Kleinschmidt, the A's new multimedia journalist, will catch up with MLB Network analyst Xavier Scruggs. We're going to have that talk for you next as we roll along with A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. Like sports, business is about winning
0: KFC
4: knows that when it comes to chicken sandwiches, there's good, and there's finger-lickin' good. A chicken sandwich?
6: That's good. A 100% white meat KFC chicken sandwich so delicious, it forces you to rethink everything you know about sandwiches, including whether or not they even need buns, but then you remember how good a brioche bun can be, and then having to rethink your rethinking?
4: That's finger licking good. KFC's chicken sandwich, always served hot and crispy, and your choice of classic or spicy. Order now on the KFC app. Kentucky Fried Chicken, that's finger-lickin' good. Prices and product availability may vary.
1: A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball.
2: Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Perfect pitch, right on the black. Breaky ball hit high in the air to left. It's deep. Back on it is Eaton. At the
3: track, at the wall, and
1: gone! This is A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. The A's host the Angels as A's Total Access
13: rolls on. Jessica Klein-Schmidt here, joined by Xavier Scruggs. Max, my friend, how are you today?
14: Hey, I'm doing good. I'm I'm excited because I get to be on here with you. Haven't we haven't talked in a little bit, at least on air. So it's been uh it's been a little bit. So I'm excited.
13: I know. I'm very spoiled to have you here. I know we both actually looked up to each other in different ways as far as the media goes. And I wanted to actually ask you about that. Now, of course, you are a former player, and from what I've seen, you've transitioned to media quite well. Give me a couple of anecdotes. Was it kind of, did it come as advertised when you transitioned to the media? Were you surprised as a lot of things when you started getting some of these gigs after you left the game and then turned to the media?
14: Yeah, no, definitely surprised. I mean, I just, it it was, I knew it definitely wasn't going to be easy. Um, I I think I was very fortunate in the time in which, you know, I, I decided to retire in, in 2020, um, baseball, wasn't really starting at the beginning of the season. And they were ESPN was showing the KBO baseball games, if you remember the Korean League. Oh, right. And I was like, okay, I played in Korea. Maybe I can jump on for five, 10 minutes and talk about my experiences. And then um had that opportunity and and tried to ask the producers like, hey, what can I do to kind of get into this media space? Because it, it definitely interests me. And from there on, they 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 first kind of threw me to the to the side. They were like, "Hey, jump into your local, you know, high school media, go into those athletics or whatever." And then they saw that I was serious about it. And then I think that kind of opened some doors for for some other opportunities as as I started with ESPN. So um, I think the seriousness in which you know people go at it, including yourself, you know, if you're if you're out there kind of. Showing people that you're willing to commit yourself to a a, a certain goal or a certain industry, um, those doors start to open up Mm -hmm. naturally. So I think that's something that kind of happened with me. And and a lot of times, you know, this too, a lot of times athletes after they're done playing, they want to kind of figure out, okay, what's next. For me, I was kind of like, let like, let's jump right into it. Like, if this doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I I went all in. So that was kind of the thought process. And fortunately, I got I've had a lot of opportunities.
13: One man, Mr. Tony Kemp, I am very biased with my affinity for him and his family. (laughs) But the thing that I love about you and him, and it's something that you guys are so similar in is I have to remind myself you are indeed baseball players. And I've told him that before. And he actually likes that. He's like, I I'm a baseball player maybe second third after being a good man a good husband a good a good a good dad of course now so before we get into the tony Kemp the like how he is as a player tell me about Kemp the person from what what you witnessed
14: yeah man I mean you're, you're talking about somebody that's first and foremost I think of the person kind of mm-hmm. like you mentioned right it just the high class the the somebody that's going to go out his way to make sure somebody else feels good. Um, somebody that everybody gravitates toward and wants to be around. He's always smiling. Mm -hmm. Um, But but also like he's a super intelligent person. A lot of people don't really understand that just from kind of watching from from TV. Right. You see like an amazing athlete. But at the same time, he's a super intelligent person. Um, a, A Vanderbilt alum, you know, somebody that really took school seriously. And to see, you know, the education side, but then also that baseball side. And you mentioned that family side, all those things play out. You, The one thing that sticks out to me is an authentic person, right? Yes. Just somebody that's for real. You know you what you're going to get, no matter if he's balling, if, if he's playing yeah. really well or he's not playing well, you're going to get the same person every time. And I think that's what I enjoy most about TK.
13: I think authenticity in a person is the top characteristic you could actually have because they're authentic then you're authentic he makes my job fun and (laughs) easy he makes it so easy and because when you talk to Tony you're like I can talk to anybody right like he just makes you comfortable he made the clubhouse really comfortable for me when I first started out so I'm very thankful for that now did you see you must have seen that catch he made the other day probably the A's (laughs) catch of the year now this man got higher up he's shorter in stature we don't have to lie to ourselves about that you're Like, look at your reaction. What was that like seeing that catch?
14: That was absolutely amazing. Like, I had to keep going back and watching <laughs> it because my man almost got about vertical in the yeah. air. And I was like, how did he do that? Because you don't see catches like that. And I, and I heard somebody, I want to say it was somebody on MLB Network or something saying like, is that the catch of the year? And they were arguing against it because it wasn't a catch that is up against the wall, taking away a home run. Right. So, But I was like, for there to be a catch like that, that can combat being a catch of a year already, that just tells you how special the catch was. But, and that also just shows you how athletic he is. Somebody that can do both outfield and infield the way that he does is extremely special in our game.
13: And tell me about his, he's got some sneaky power too. Like the balls can go over the fence. I mean, it's kind of weird to watch this season, but he can hit too.
14: Yes. I, I think that's another thing when he gets, and he'll surprise you every now and then, but when he gets to a, a pitch down and in and somebody makes a mistake, he knows how to make somebody pay. And I think a lot of times we look at, you know, s- the smaller guys and say, okay, you know, they're more punching Judy might go the other way, but those are the ones that can hurt you most a lot of the times because you might have runners on first and second, and you're thinking, okay, just get this guy to give me some weak contact. You make that mistake, and bam, he'll hurt you with the three-run homer or something in the gap. So I think he does a great job of that. And then also, like, not necessarily just the power, but if he gaps something, like the speed that he has, he can get mm-hmm. to third easily. So e- either way, he's going to hurt you.
13: I really like the way that he had some head uh, heads-up base running and he was in the middle of a pickle running from third to home, oh. <laughs> paying attention to the guy on first yes. Pinder Balanji boys, of course, they're going to, they're going <laughs> to have each other's back and you watched Pinder run to second. So Tony knew he was getting out, but Pinder's like, you better take my spot over here. Cause I'm about to yeah. sacrifice myself. So just goes to show he's a beautiful teammate as well. Yes. X, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it.
14: Oh, no problem at all. Thank you so much for having me.
13: Of course. Uh, For Xavier Scruggs, this is Jessica Kleinschmidt. Sit tight as A's total access continues.
7: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
12: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
5: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology make your championship decision with ubo business services visit them at
4: ubeo.com that's ubeo.com
15: hey
6: billy this deck is great for getting everyone together thanks we're really enjoying the outdoor space especially on a day like today what's the material humboldt redwood from ashby lumber they gave us a great deal provided us with a quick quote and we couldn't be happier we even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory don't miss a day outdoors visit ashby lumber in berkeley or concord to see our stock of naturally strong naturally beautiful humboldt redwood find out more at ashbylumber.com for all your building needs ashby lumber
4: A's fans there is no better way to stay in touch with the a's and even our players than following us on social media just head over to athletics.com social that's athletics.com social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com social that's athletics.com social today.
8: Hustle up. We've got eight more floors to go before lunch. Sarusha's window washing business is reaching new heights. Wipe, wipe, and let's roll. They need more certified cleaners to keep online reviews crystal clear. Team, I know we're hustling, but watch for streaks. Candace, can you give me a hand over here? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
4: This is A's Total Access.
5: Welcome back to A's Total Access. I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend as we get you ready for game one between the A's and Angels. Part of the doubleheader today. First pitch of game one coming up at 107. It's going to be Paul Blackburn on the mound. And this is really a season that it's been important to keep an eye on the minor leagues. You're going to get excited about some of these really talented young players working their way through the A's system, trying to get up here to Oakland as soon as they can. On today's Farm Report, Jesse goldberg Strasser checks in with A's High A team, the Lansing Lugnuts, one of the best team names in the minor leagues.
0: With the minor league report from High A Lansing, I'm Jesse goldberg Strassler, joined by the Lansing Lugnuts infielder, Brett Harris. Brett, you just hit two home runs in a game against the first-place Dayton Dragons. How many times in your life have you hit two homers in a game?
16: Uh, I've never done it twice in one game. I've done it in back-to-back at-bats, but uh, you know, I was just seeing the ball well yesterday. It was pretty exciting. But today's a new day, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the week.
0: I remember you told me last year that you went on a growth spurt when you got to college. That you were smaller. Now we're seeing you powering. That was a 405-foot homer to center. What's the longest home run you've ever hit?
16: Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know. That could have been one of the farthest. I don't really look too into, uh, you know, the distance. I don't care if it goes one foot over. It counts the same. So, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to hit the ball hard and wherever it goes, it goes.
0: We saw that from you last year. Seven games span. You joined the Lugnuts. You had three homers, including a grand slam. How do you feel this year compared to last year, your first pro season?
16: Uh, I've been feeling really good. Uh, I made some some very small adjustments this off season. I've just been trying to simplify uh, a very complex game as much as I can. Um, but you know, it's with warmer weather and you know my body feeling really good. It's, it's been a, a fun start to the year.
0: What adjustments?
16: Uh, just trying to be shorter to the ball and, and just trying to find a barrel um, just more consistently. You know, I just trying to get backspin on the ball and and you know letting the pitchers do m- most of the power for me. Just kind of you know putting bat on ball and you know just trying to hit it as hard as I can.
0: Was this something that you took into the off season that you worked out the off season and now we're seeing the results?
16: Absolutely, you know, I, I didn't really wanna to make too many mechanical changes. I felt like I was, uh, you know, happy with where I was, just kinda make some uh, some mental adjustments as well, just my approach and uh, just kind of studying myself more too. Um, I don't really care who who's out there, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to my plan and, you know, go from
0: there. Studying yourself, I've heard of self-scouting. How does the opposition see you? How do you see yourself? What have you learned about yourself?
16: Uh, I don't know if I want to give too much away about <laughs> about uh, about what um, move. Yeah, about what I'm doing with myself. Um, you know, I just I just learned that um, I don't want to get out of, out of my approach. I can I can hit for power, and I will hit for power. But if I try to, um, that's when I start popping out or swinging and missing. so I'm gonna just, just stick to to what I can, swinging at pitches in the zone. I'm um, just playing my game I'm
0: joined by the Lansing Lugnuts, Brett Harris. All right. You've walked more than you've struck out this year. This is different from the swing. Where is that coming from?
16: Uh, I'm just trying to be a little bit more patient. I think last year I caught myself, you know, first kind of professional uh, taste and I was just pushing uh, pressing a little bit too much at the plate. I'm just trying to, to see more pitches and, um, and just really try and simplify things like I've said before. Um, it's it's been and you know, i've been happy with it um, i think i can even do a better job but you know i'm gonna take my walks when i can
0: it's now warm it was very cold <laughs> in april how's that affected you and the team
16: uh... it's affected the guys from down south a little bit more than me i spent my college years uh... at gonzaga where it's cold and my high school years in chicago where it's cold so but definitely got used to the heat um... You know, it's just easier to come out when it's warmer Bodies stay warmer you know we had some injuries with with the cold too. I think that was a culprit of that. But um, it's just everyone wants to be out in the heat more than than the cold for sure. So
0: but, yeah, about that, how do you need to make sure? How do you take care of yourself to make sure that your body is ready for it?
16: Uh, it's just kind of learning your body, you know, knowing the difference between being sore um, and like injured and stuff like that. And you know, sometimes you got to get here a little bit earlier to to get your body loose and. You know, Jake and Kevin and the you know training staff and uh, the weights coaches have been doing a really good job getting us right and you know trying to find out what works for us and gets our body right.
0: You were the West Coast Conference uh, Defensive Player of the Year. We've already seen your defense on display. We have to talk it, but I want to bring you to Tony Kemp of the Athletics. He made an incredible defensive play, laying out for the liner. You saw it, and then his mouth, his reaction afterward. Have you ever shocked yourself with a defensive play?
16: I I was actually I was thinking about it yesterday when I saw Tony Kemp's play you know sometimes you even shock yourself there was one play uh, that comes to mind when I was at Gonzaga it was kind of similar I was on the left side of the infield diving to my left and I thought I had no chance I was just kind of throwing my body out there just trying to knock it down and I felt it hit my glove and I had to look to to see if it was still in there because you know I was like I had no chance to get that ball so I I felt that feeling before but you know you expect yourself to make that play, you know, it's going to be less shocking to you. So
0: lastly, I know you and how much you enjoy speaking, talking, conversing Mm -hmm. on the field. Have you enjoyed any good conversations out there this year?
16: Yeah, you know, there's been some really fun ones. Uh, You know, a lot of the guys this year have been really friendly and, you know, just kind of, you know, talking to people because it's cool. You know, you don't know who's going to make the show and say, hey, I played against him and we had this, you know, X conversation here in Lansing. And you know it's it's been really fun it just you know everyone's out here trying to we all have the same dreams and same goals so it's been really fun and um you know I'm, I'm looking forward to you know playing these guys again and just a bunch of other teams across the uh, the division it's been really fun this year
0: any unusual topics come up
16: <laughs> the weather was a, a big one early <laughs> on um other than that just you know talking shop you know just hey man good swing you know nice play stuff like that so it's it's just been fun you know it's cool. You kind of encourage the other team too. As as much as you want to beat them, as as long as they're not doing too good. So <laughs> the catcher yesterday told me after my second home run, he's like, "Hey, just hit a double. Don't hit a home run this time." So that was pretty funny. You know, just just you know playing around, messing around, but you know still taking it serious and trying to win. So.
0: Brett Harris, a pleasure to watch play D, a pleasure to watch hit, a pleasure to chat with. Thank you so much for your time.
16: Thank you very much, Jesse.
0: Lansing Lugnuts infielder Brett Harris. I'm Jesse Goldberg Strassler, and this has been the minor league report from High A Lansing. Now, back to Chris Townsend.
5: Well, I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend. I'm the 27th player added to A's cast today for the A's doubleheaders. They take on the Angels. Game one of that coming up at 1.07. We're going to continue to get you ready, and we'll get you an update on a pair of A's veterans trying to make their way off the injured list and back into the A's lineup. We'll have that for you next as we continue to roll along with A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
8: August 6th is International Trading Card Day, and Topps wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Topps products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with at TOPS. Visit TOPS.com for more information.
6: Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants. Or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals. Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect to Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact.
1: The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions we have. The biggest question now, what's next? What will COVID bring in six months, a year? If you're feeling anxious about the future, you're not alone. Cal Hope offers free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.
4: KFC knows that when it comes to sharing, there's good and there's finger licking good. A meal with sides, that's
6: good three equally delicious sides. So even if one kid loves mac and cheese, another only eats mashed potatoes, and the third is basically 90% French fry, there'll still be no complaints besides why bedtime can't be midnight and ice cream isn't a breakfast food. That's finger licking good.
4: KFC sides lover's meal. Pick three large sides and pair them with eight crispy tenders or your favorite fried chicken. Order now on the KFC app. Kentucky Fried Chicken, that's finger licking good. Prices and product availability may vary.
3: And he swings and flies one to right. Deep in the corner. Marisna giving
4: chase at the wall. And out it goes for Jet Lowry.
1: A's Cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and leverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron.
5: Welcome back to A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. A beautiful day around the Bay Area and a beautiful day for a doubleheader. A's and Angels with a pair of games today. Game one of that matchup this afternoon, Paul Blackburn will take the hill for a 107 first pitch. He's been the A's best starting pitcher so far this season, looking to build on that as we get you ready for that game, we are now going to check in with the Kaiser Permanente Injury Report. A couple updates to let you know about on a couple of the A's veterans. It does look like outfielder Steven Piscotti, he's going to be out a little bit longer than that 10-day minimum for an injury stint. Marcotte says today that Piscotti not yet doing any baseball activity, but he is running on a treadmill trying to work his way back from that calf injury. It's just going to be a little while longer Man, it's just unfortunate for Stephen Piscotty. Another injury that's really been the story for him the last few years. When he's been on, you know, he gives the A's this veteran presence that they really do need in the middle of their lineup. He's one of the few guys, when healthy, like we saw a little bit earlier in this season, uh, that he has a little bit of power. And the A's are desperate, desperate, desperate for power and kind of a veteran presence that they can plug in and Stephen Piscotty when he's been healthy, which has been rare the last few years, has been a guy that can provide something in the middle of that A's lineup. Another veteran on the men, but it is going to be a while longer for catcher Steven Vogt, a man we all believe in. He is feeling better, but still no official timetable for his return as he continues to work his way back into that crowded catcher's room. And that was today's injury report brought to you by Kaiser Permanente, reminding you to stay safe, stay positive, and stay healthy. Visit kp.org today for more details. Now we take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. This is brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Just one game underway so far today, and that is the Cardinals leading the Giants one to nothing. That game in the middle of the fifth inning. St. Louis looking to snap the Giants' six-game winning streak, and that would be uh, something to do. The Giants have been playing much better as of late couple games this afternoon, including the Padres taking on the Braves. It's going to be Sean Mania on the hill. He's been having a good start in his career in San Diego, though he's just 2-3. He's got a 3.75 ERA. He makes that adjustment to the National League. He'll be taking on the World Series champion Braves this afternoon at 1.07. A couple other games to let you know about. The A's will be in action later on tonight, as they'll have Game 2 taking on the Angels as part of today's doubleheader. Rolling along, but it's a lot of later games today, not much going on in the early slate. We're just keeping an eye on that out-of-town scoreboard. Really not too much uh, to get underway just yet. When we uh, check back in, we're going to continue rolling along, getting you ready for today's game as the A's look to get their bats going. That was a struggle last night. It was deep into last night's game until Elvis Andres got the A's their second hit of the game. He had their first hit as well. But you were starting to think about that Bob Euchre line from uh, Major League about what happens when you only have one hit. I'm not allowed to say that on the radio, but, you know, if you watch the movie, you know what's going along. But catching up, Chris Townsend talked with Mark Conte about how the A's were able to turn things around following that nine-game losing skid. Oakland really started to play much better in those games in Detroit. They really took advantage of the opportunity to try to piece some better at-bats together, maybe not chasing as many breaking balls down in a way it really didn't translate to that first game back home yesterday, but hopefully they can take some of that work that they were able to do on the road and really start stringing some hits together and get this A's offense rolling. But Chris Townsend caught up with Mark Katte. We'll bring you that conversation with the A's skipper next as we continue to roll along with A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
6: Hi, my name is Kevin. I'm active duty, so I'm figuring out my options while I'm stationed here.
12: Hey, Kevin. Navy Federal Credit Union is
1: celebrating Military Appreciation Month, so you called the right place.
6: Guess you could say it's like a match made for Kevin. Get it?
8: <laughs>
6: Very good. At Navy Federal, our mission has been to help the military community for over 85 years. During Military Appreciation Month, we're celebrating the commitment that connects us. Learn more at NavyFederal.org slash celebrate. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA.
4: This is A's Total Access.
5: Welcome back to A's Total Access. I'm Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend again this afternoon as we get you ready for game one of the A's and Angels doubleheader today. Paul Blackburn on the hill for a 107 first pitch, so we are coming down to it. But before we get you ready there and send you out to the ballpark, we've got a conversation with Chris Townsend catching up with the A's skipper Mark Cotte and about how proud he was about some of the work the A's bats were able to do in that series in Detroit.
4: I got to tell you, the five game is really interesting because it's like, I feel like I know the Detroit Tigers. Like, I feel like I could do Tiger pre and post game. I know them so well. I mean, what was that like as a manager? What was it like for the players? Because this is not something that happens very often. We see it in the minor leagues, but not in the big leagues.
15: Yeah, no, you know, sometimes you, you, you fear if there's an incident ha- that happens between the two teams and you've got five full games and uh, you know, th- that it gets to a point where it's out of control or it escalates to, you know, some tension. But uh, fortunately there were clean games between both teams. Uh, we came out on the positive side. Um, but you know, one thing that you, you kind of not, not get relaxed necessarily, but you do all your advance on a team. And then generally, you know, two days later you're, you're, often playing someone else so it did give us a little bit of, of freedom to uh to have uh, some enjoyment there but the double header uh in between on game two or day two uh took a lot of time out of out of our day
4: what has it meant to you to get innings out of your starters to to help out the bullpen and just help you out from a stand where you're not stressing about having enough arms. And as you said, another double header coming up here.
15: Yeah, no, the, the starting rotation has done a tremendous job. I don't know where they sit in terms of uh, <clears throat> against the league average, but I feel like they've provided us, you know, five plus innings, um, you know, every time they go out. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can continue to get those type of performances, as you said, it helps the bullpen. And, um, you know, the bullpen's been, been solid. Um, we've got a lot of different guys down there that, that, that fulfill a lot of different roles. And, uh, you know, that culture still maintains that mindset that it's about getting outs. And, and I think we've seen that over this road trip.
4: I mean, Kats, you're, you're looking at a situation. You got back-to-back games where you got Zach Logue and Adrian Martinez. Martinez making his debut. Logue, it's just a second career start. You got 12 and a third innings of scoreless baseball, no walks. I mean, just take us through that. What you're, I mean, these kids come up and they've been dazzling for you.
15: Yeah, you know, it's great to see um, both of these kids, Adrian Martinez, we, we acquired in the, in the Shamanaya deal. Um, you know, in Vegas, it's difficult, I think, to, uh, to pitch in Vegas, looking at their lines and their numbers. I don't think it gives them a fair assessment. Although the one thing that does stand out is whether they throw strikes. And Adrian hadn't you know, necessarily done that consistently in AAA. Uh, and when he came up for his start uh, in Detroit, um, he actually threw strikes and was very impressive. Mixed his pitches. His breaking ball was sharp. Uh, and his changeup, which I believe is, is more or less a screwball action, um, was really impressive. So as we talk about, you know, on the mound, it's about commanding the baseball throwing strikes and limiting, uh, you know, the amount of base runners you can, you know, uh, stay away from. So Adrian and Zach both had great performances. And, and as you said, it, it helped us going into, uh, into this weekend for sure.
4: Talk about the confidence you have in Danny Jimenez at the end of games now.
15: Yeah, Danny's done a tremendous job um, settling in. Um, you know, he's fulfilling the back end of this Vulcan role. Um, he's had success. And, uh, you know, it's fun to watch him. He, he feel, I feel like there's a bit of ice in his veins. Um, he's not scared to throw a three, two breaking ball as he did yesterday to the leadoff hitter in the ninth, um, and got a swing and miss on a chase. But, uh, you know, Danny's done a good job and, and I'm real happy for Danny. Uh, you know, he had a, a grind to get here to the big leagues. Um, as we all know, he was a part of this organization for a brief moment uh, last spring training and, uh, and was sent back out to the Giants, I believe. And then it ended up pitching in the Toronto uh, in the AAA level and, and, and closing games for them there and had success. So it's good to see him having success here with us.
4: You know, we're almost uh, about a month and a half in, into the season, so there, there's quite a few games underneath your guys' belt. What have you really learned about your ball club so far?
15: Well, I do know that they fight. That's for sure. Um, they care about one another. You can see the energy in the dugout yesterday uh, when Brownie hits that home run in the eighth inning. Um, you know, they've come together as, as a team. Um, you know, they rally around each other. And, uh, you know, obviously we've gone through a tough stretch here um, a, a few weeks ago, or maybe less than a few weeks ago, uh, where we lost several games in a row. Um, you know, and I did feel like there was a tick of, of, of a lack of confidence in that room. And uh, we addressed that. We, we got through it, and, and they responded. And uh, you couldn't be happier with, with how we played in Detroit. Um, but we continue to make adjustments. We continue to, to uh, you know, try to get better uh, on a daily basis and, and come to the ballpark with the expectation to win.
4: Yeah, and really the first big hurdle for you as a manager when you lose nine in a row, you don't want everybody feeling like the sky is falling on you. And I think you have to be really proud that after that you saw your team win four out of five in Detroit.
15: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that shows some character there. And uh, you know, that Monday afternoon in Detroit, uh, we did have a short, brief meeting together. Uh, the message was it was it was direct. It was it was you know that uh, in my mind uh, there was a lack of confidence, and we had you know uh, fallen into this this grind and this rut. Um, And, uh, you know, as a team, we started out uh, with no expectations and and we played really good baseball. We beat some really good teams. And, uh, you know, for me, that that shows that we can compete. We can play uh, on any field with any team. And, you know, and I think through that period of time where we lost several games, we got down on ourselves. We started pressing a little bit and and you could see it in their in their approaches at the plate. You could see it in the bullpen a little bit. Um, but, we, we, you know, we like you said, uh, we rebounded and we had a good, uh, good series in Detroit.
5: Well, you heard it from A's manager Mark Kotze, the A's pitching staff, which has clearly been the strength of the team. They interplay today with the ninth best ERA in baseball and the fifth best in the American League. Coming up, the voice of the A's, Ken Korak, is going to catch up with Oakland pitching coach Scott Emerson. We'll have that for you on A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron.
4: This is A's Total Access.
2: At the Coliseum on a beautiful Saturday as the A's and the Angels settling in for a long day of baseball and a day-night doubleheader. And even though the you guys lost the game yesterday, Dalton Jeffries pitched well, um, Emo, What were your impressions of the way Dalton threw?
17: Well, I thought, you know, he attacked the strike zone with all his pitches. He was confident in where he was going with his pitches and, and he mixed his pitches really well. I thought he kept them off balance, you know, he, Threw a cutter that stayed middle that, that uh, Velasquez hit, hit the homer on. And then I thought he threw a pretty good change up to Marsh, ground ball up the middle. Just, you know, C&I single for me. But overall, you know, he threw the ball really well, commanded both sides, I thought, and uh, did a really nice job.
2: Do you look at Dalton and, and maybe say that it's still, to some degree, a work in progress? Because if you go back even through his minor league career, he really hasn't thrown that many innings.
17: Yeah, you know, you know, you always like to look up and, and, you know, you probably like a guy to get 100 minor league starts or something like that. And, and, uh, you know, I think he's right around that anyways with all his all his starts. So, um, you know, right now, you know, you can learn at the big league level and and that's a great place to learn because uh, the hitters will tell you how good you are or. Or how good you're, you, you are. So uh, it gives you instant uh, feedback of how you're going to get Major League hitters out the more you face Major League hitters. And, and I think that's a good thing for our staff and our guys to constantly go out there, face the best hitters in the world, and, and see what you can do with your stuff.
2: You know, kind of keeping with that theme, um, on the road trip, I wish you guys pitched great. We saw Adrian Martinez and Zach Logue, each guy making his first Major League start. Beside the fact, the mechanical aspect of it, what's it out to you looking at them from the metal and, and approach standpoint, because they both fished well?
17: Well, you know, they look cool, calm, and collected, and those are the things and the characteristics and the small intangibles that you always like. But what I liked is the ability to throw strikes with the fastball and change speeds. You know, I talk about all the time of hitting's time and pitching's disruption of timing, and those two guys did that with a good element of fastball command to keep hitters guessing and keep them off balance. So they had the ability to throw, you know, something other than a fastball in a fastball count, and they had the ability to command their fastball in a fastball count. So, uh, you know, those two guys really did a nice job for us.
2: How do you maybe quantify, if you can, the effect of a guy, let's say Martinez? And the positives that come out of pitching in winter ball.
17: Oh yeah, I mean you're you're, you're in winter ball, and and I I've had the uh, pleasure of coaching in winter ball in Los Mochis, Mexico, for the Los Mochis Caneros, and and uh, you know it's a hostile atmosphere in a lot of them places. It's it's uh it's an atmosphere where you play to win the game. You know sometimes in the minor leagues you go down there and you're working on stuff, and and winning is is important, but it might not be the the priority. Uh, the priority is about getting your stuff and getting your your uh, pitches better. But at some point in time, you know, winning has to take a priority because that's what we get judged on. And, and when you're in those leagues in winter ball, and uh, especially when I was down in New Mexico, you know, you're playing to win the game, and, and there's fans that are, you know, if you're, if
5: you're not throwing the ball well, they're going to let you know.
2: Okay, Scott Emerson joining us as we send things back down to you.
5: Well, we've done our best to get you ready for the A's and Angels doubleheader, a day night doubleheader, game one of the Twin Bill coming up. Paul Blackburn ready to roll for a 107 first pitch. I'll be back with you in between the games. Ken Korak and Vince Catronio on the call today. You've been listening to A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Jose, how much longer
10: till this dough's
8: ready? No one can bake gluten-free vegan goodies better
0: than Surrey. Wait, both Jim and Marion's last days are the same day?
8: But he needs to whip up a new shift lead without interviews burning his time.
0: Gotta get interviewing before my calendar is cooked.
8: Indeed can help him hire great people fast i need indeed indeed you do you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the indeed dashboard so you can stay organized and connected all the way to the hire. visit indeed.com credit and get 75 dollars towards your first sponsored job terms and conditions apply
9: you and buddy are enjoying your walk when
8: <laughs>
9: yeah
6: i smell that too
9: <laughs> i know don't blame it on
6: the dog i hear that hissing too Maybe it's a cat.
9: No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas.
6: Thanks, Deep Voice Narrator.
9: You're welcome, dude. (laughs) You too, buddy.
12: DQ presents, picture this. You stand before the awe-inspiring new signature stack burger menu at DQ and your mouth wonders, where have you been in my life? That's five bud tempting cheeseburgers with 100% real seasoned beef. You peek at the loaded A1 stack burger with two premium sauces, then the flamethrower stack burger with tongue-tingling jalapeno bacon. Then you realize moments like these are exactly why we have the DQ signature stack burger menu.
8: DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com.